0: Welcome to The Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment, this is The Clean Slate Podcast.
1: All right. Welcome back, y'all. Thank you for- Hello, hello,
0: everyone.
1: Thank you for being with us.
0: Yeah, thanks, guys. All nine of you. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Nine people. Slater Gang Strong. Oh, my air conditioning's on. (laughs) Sorry, y'all. I literally thought you
0: were by a freeway.
1: (laughs) Y'all is a great segue into today's film. In our 1970 series, we are going to be talking about the
0: Mel Brooks classic, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Yeah, so... Guys, I, I'm actually fresh into older movies because I have um, better taste than most. And I don't have to watch Yikes. like classics or so-called yeah, classics in order to be educated in I'm going to just disregard be, like, 100 years
1: film. of cinema.
0: I, I can. I can. Um, Anyway, so guys, <laughs> I mean, movies are all the same all the way around. Oh, I love those, dude. Those are so good.
1: Yeah, today I'm drinking a Java Monster... I don't know why I'm showing it to the screen. Coffee plus energy.
0: Today I'm drinking Blue Raspberry Prime Energy drink. Not sponsored. Anyway. Not yet. So, dude, like, movies have oh, been. Oh, wait. The same. Let me show you my breakfast, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is why I've you're eaten back, half a Carson. bag of
1: <laughs> mini chocolate donuts. I've lost weight. I don't know what's happening. I'm scared, actually. probably because you're depressed. Yeah, that's it it's cuz i want anyway, to get someplace very happy.
0: <laughs> so i don't i don't believe that i have to torture myself with horrible looking movies in order to be well versed in film. Um, because people have been doing the same movies for decades now. I mean same like themes, same plots, everything. Like Hamlet, that's why Hamlet is found in literally everything or Romeo and Juliet. Same stories are told just different actors. Anyway, guys, so that's my spiel. Wow. However, one I love friend. craft is different. One friend um, goes by the name of T. Pat Davis, at T. Pat Davis. Tim Davis. Uh, he put me onto this movie, Blazing Saddles. Wow. Yeah, when we we're so in you college. To him,
1: not me. That's cool. That's cool. Well, yeah. Well, he really kind of just great. put it
0: on, and I walked in, and I was like, and I, he could probably attest to this. I kicked and screamed like throughout the process of us watching it's a this funny movie. movie. So this is
1: a this was like a college movie for you. Yeah, pretty much. But um, it's hilarious. for me. I grew up watching this. Um my dad tends to like Mel Brooks movies and he Which also tends to love western, so this was something that like I probably watched at, like too young of an age, but uh <laughs> yeah. classic movie, very funny. Edgy and still topical today. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Okay, so I will say, line. Okay. <laughs>
1: just, just for the people out there that might be sensitive to certain things.
0: This movie comedy. might not be
1: for everyone.
0: Certain you know how a lot of you are um really offended at literally everything now? Um this movie well, this might not satire be for you. Yeah. So don't go try to This movie's actually
1: making fun of people who are dead. White people technically. White supremacists is what this movie's yeah. making fun of. But it's not for them. Just wanna clarify that. Yeah,
0: just I don't know how many of those people we actually have in our listening audience, but if you stumble upon well, this episode, there's
1: talk about Mel Brooks in this movie in general, like in the film world. Like <laughs> people are mad about Young Frankenstein, even, which I think they might have more merit with that than this movie. But... Is
0: that actually Mel Brooks too?
1: Um, Gene Wilder might have actually directed that one, huh? No, I think it might have been Mel Brooks, um, unless he just produced it or wrote it or something. Yeah, yeah, you read know. the log line. I'll research yeah. that. Oh my gosh!
0: Okay, so in order, did I lose you, Carson? Can you still hear me? No, I'm still here. Okay, cool. Um, in order to ruin a western town, a corrupt politician appoints a black sheriff, who promptly becomes his most formidable adversary. Anyway, so that's pretty much it. The this guy named Bart is hired to be the sheriff in order for the um who is it the mayor of the town
1: uh he's like a business tycoon who's trying to take over
0: he's trying to sell his land basically
1: yeah well he wants to take over this other land Yeah. that's where the train's gonna be passing through so he can make more money
0: right so in order to do that he needs to get rid of this town and so he hires the black sheriff bart for people to kind of just leave on their own because they don't like Bart. And I'm going to have to warn everybody that this movie does have a lot of N words in it.
1: So if you're. That's also... what I was saying at the beginning.
0: Yeah, well, there's also a lot more things that are said too. But yeah, there's a lot of N words in this movie. And like hard R too. One of the best scenes actually, like on the
1: topic of that. Are we just going to like spitball this? Is that how we're going to do this, you think?
0: I feel like we—it's just like that's an what all we're over already the, doing. Yeah, it's an all-over-the-place movie. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's kind of hard to like really break this movie down because it, yeah, a lot happens. And it does have a plot throughout, but like there's like yeah. bits in between almost. But one of my favorite jokes is when this bad guy is like recruiting his army or whatever <laughs> to go fight Bart, and um, it's like a lineup of like you know like these dirty, gross cowboy guys, some like. Um, well, Middle Eastern like terrorist dudes probably or whatever, and yeah. then freaking like the KKK shows up and there's like <laughs> Nazis even though it's like not the same time period. <laughs> but in that same scene, when he when they disguise themselves as the Klansmen, yeah. and he goes to sign the paper and he's like he's like oh he's just dirty let's just wipe his hand off because he's black and I was laughing so hard at that it was so uh, dumb but like
0: yeah that's it's also a clever the funniest joke. part too is that Bart who is the black sheriff he's the protagonist in this movie him and um
1: Gene Wilder's character I yeah,
0: can't Gene, remember his name Gene Wilder um Wilder thank he, you they're both the protagonists in this movie and it's kind of like an opposite Django funny smart type of deal with like anyway um but jim
1: he's playing a character named jim
0: jim okay so bart is like he kind of plays into what the stereotypes are on purpose right like he's like well if everybody thinks that i'm this black guy that's gonna you know be kind of this you know whatever he uses
1: it to his advantage
0: yeah exactly and it's kind of funny too because when he goes to mongol or what is his name is it mongol or Mongo? Mongo, Mongo, yeah, Mongo in Mongo. the like saloon. That. He's like yeah. Candygram for Mongo, and he's like kind of acting. Uh, what is it called? Caricature, uh, just so yeah. he can, you know, win him over. What? Not even win him over, but kind of like, I don't know. It it just it feels like Bart plays a certain role, so people will like be like, oh, that's who we thought he was, but then he kind of obviously, you know. Goes above and beyond. Well, then the townspeople
1: end up loving him, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're like, whatever. <laughs> like, and then at, the, uh, well, he gets all the other um, African uh, American people to come and help out and fight, like the army that's coming, right? Yep. And so the whole thing is they're like, well, we'll take you guys. But we don't want the Irish.
0: <laughs> they're like, no, no Irish are, ar- <laughs> are going to help us. I was like, what the crap, man? Yeah. So this movie is very, uh, it just keep in mind, everybody, it's a seventies movie. It was back in the time where pe- you could make fun of somebody and no one would get offended really. Um, back when comedy was alive, you know?
1: <laughs> well, actually when they screened this for the executives, there was not a single laugh in the theater and they thought they were going to go broke.
0: <laughs> Are you serious? I just saw that.
1: I was like, that must have been a fun screening for everybody. Oh
0: my gosh. Could you imagine? So guys, I think also what this movie does best and really it just kind of comes out of nowhere. So this, this comedy and humor in the movie is already over the top. But then kind of what we've been watching is right when in storytelling, if you're going over the top for the climax of the movie and for the ending of the movie, you have to top that. And they do that very much so by breaking the fourth wall and this whole movie that goes at the very
1: end, it gets crazy at the (laughs) fourth wall break. I mean, there's that at the beginning too. They, they make jokes referencing like Mel Brooks and like them all being actors and stuff.
0: Exactly. And so at the very end, there's this huge fight scene for them to save their town and the people who are trying to get rid of them out of the town. Um, but then they're fighting in the movie and then all of a sudden it cuts to them breaking into another set at Warner brothers (laughs) and it's like in a completely different film set and this whole fight is happening and then it's just like it, it erupts into chaos and then pretty soon you realize you're actually outside of the world that they created of like the Western world and um and they're like running down all of Ave which was so funny because that is right next to where my school was in LA right where Warner Brothers mm. that like main entrance like if you go left the back lot there yeah 500 feet my school's right there
1: so yeah I literally just when I went for that video game test thing it was yeah. literally I could see it from where I was doing the test oh like, you could you could see that was the... my lunch break aw yeah I walked around back in there I don't know if I was supposed to
0: no it's no. it's <laughs> not just that Um, it's not just a school it's like our school is only like five floors, and then the rest are like the studio executive.
1: Okay, yeah, I was like wondering if I was gonna get arrested or something. No, nah, I didn't. I chill. So.
0: Um anyway, so yeah, what do you have? Any other likes or dislikes?
1: Uh, there's really no dislikes for me. Like this movie is like pretty great. Like I think cinematography wise, it's really solid. It it is still very western western film. Yeah, but it's not dumb like. Uh, what's that million ways to die 10,000 ways to die in the West or whatever it's not a, a dumb ways. comedy like this is it million yeah it's a million um I don't know this I isn't think... like I mean there's like literally a poop joke in this movie or a fart joke yeah but... it's <laughs> so
0: hilarious
1: but overall like the plot and stuff still is telling a captivating story yeah I, relevant think, today, I think I that's think that's
0: kind of the main thing that's the different between those the difference between those movies is that Right, a million ways to die in the West is a film that is like more of a simple plot where it's like right he has no friends, but this kind of has like a social aspect to aspect. it that like is kind like of you
1: could break this movie down, yeah more so like than actually, what we're doing. Like this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not breaking like there, it down, there is a part of this movie
0: to. that is like trying to you know really point to the fact that there are racial stereotypes here that are ridiculous, and it kind of points to that it is like the stereotypes that people are saying are stupid and they're over the top kind of like this movie and we're going to show you how we think it okay. looks like
1: <laughs> when when he he's gonna go he's like i'm gonna pull it out and everyone <laughs> that so lady faints really <laughs> <dumb. laughs> it's it's like, what is happening
0: i really wish rebecca oh, would have watched this man. with me but also i was like this movie goes by so quick for me all the time because it's it's literally such a good time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's fast paced. It's one of the, my favorite Mel... I mean, it's not my favorite Mel Brooks, but it's definitely like top tier Mel Brooks for yeah. sure.
0: So this one, I think, will... He did, go in fact, into my,
1: direct Young Frankenstein.
0: Movie. Oh, okay. Wow. He really likes Gene Wilder then. Um, yeah, I would say buddies. Blazing Saddles does make my top 10 movies. It's just... It's such a funny movie. Of all time? Yeah. It's one of my favorite comedies, um, and I have what, Tim Davis um, to thank for that. Have you seen
1: other Mel Brooks movies? I've seen Young Frankenstein. Have you got? Have you seen like Spaceballs? Oh, I hate Spaceballs. I think Men, that's stupid. Um, oh, it's so good! Men in Tights. the The yeah.
0: Robin Hood one. Yeah. I ha- I don't think I've produ- ever seen it all together but I have seen most of it and I thought it was stupid.
1: Jeans in the um the producers we could have done that for the 60s but that was a, a pretty solid movie too.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, this movie kind of gives you like a Monty Python kind of feel to it, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. It I, it feels like a western Monty Python at times. Yeah.
0: Anyway, cool. and I don't
1: know if his other movies kind of give me that don't give me
0: that vibe. This one does though yeah I think it's because of the gang of stupidity that like forms in this movie yeah (laughs) it kind of gives you a Monty Python feel um that makes sense yeah okay any other thoughts before we wrap this one up
1: uh no I think give it a watch if you're a Mel Brooks fan if you're a Gene fan or maybe you've never seen this or it's been a while I say it's worth revisiting it's still funny it holds up
0: um I feel yeah, like for the seventies, this was a good movie to start for our seventies um, decade. But it feels modern. I feel like our our even though we did two Gene Wilder movies and we did two what's his name movies. Um, the director, what is his name? Freakin', yeah. I think we still had a diverse like genre of movies in this. So we have I don't know how that happened. An adult actually. comedy. Okay, should which we is tell them what's Blazing coming Saddles? up? Yeah, guys, we have coming up. What is your um? What is your? I don't know which one we so should do if first. If you want to. <laughs> yeah, don't.
1: I don't know what order you guys should watch this in. But, but here's what we here's have coming our up. our Seventies lineup. So we have another Gene film. Um, yep. The classic.
0: The classic that the everybody classic. knows. classic. Yep.
1: Yes. Guess guys, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Willy's Wonka and his Chocolate Factory. <laughs>
0: Willy, <laughs> and,
1: and then we have that's a that's a Mel Brooks joke for you. Um, yep. and then next we have two William Friedkin films. I don't like that's how you say his last name. I just <laughs> got in the habit of saying it like that. Um, and that is the uh, much missed. Sorcerer uh, came out at the same time as Star Wars, so nobody watched it. But yep. it recently, has been reevaluated as being a good film. Yeah, and then the also incredibly iconic Exorcist. Yep. So this is a weird
0: lineup. But hey, but the, it's, if you guys want to catch up? It's a good. They're comedy. all worth watching. It's a good children's movie. It's a drama slash action thriller. Thriller, drama, yeah, thriller. And then it is also. A horror drama. Horror drama, yeah. So we got we I randomly feel like those ones somehow are a odd we we genre-ized. were so like undiverse <laughs> in this choosing of films, but yet we still were diverse <laughs> at the same time. Anyway.
1: There's a lot of great seventies movies. Maybe in our last episode we can do some yeah, uh,
0: like Taxi Driver, that was up in there that we were going to watch. But Yeah, yeah,
1: there's a, there's a lot of iconic movies that came out. Well, in the 60s, too, we didn't really mention some of the iconic ones from the 60s. But in the 70s, yeah. there was a ton of iconic movies.
0: I feel like we also try cool. to watch movies that are available for people on streaming so that they don't necessarily have to rent it. Unless it's like a super crazy iconic movie that's worth yeah. renting. So, guys, that is the lineup for you this month. And... We will, um, we we hope you're excited for some of those movies, so stay tuned with us for the coming weeks.
1: That's a clean slate.